without that money, you know, I don't think either club exists. Uh, it's just in terms of how much it costs now to operate a, a, a junior football uh, team, uh, you know, the ability of the Eskimos uh, gave us in terms of when they went to their automated system to, to uh, you know, bring in more income to the, to the program we had already started. It was just a huge boon. And again, it just allows us to stay competitive in terms of scholarships and the work we do in the community. Yeah. Uh, how, much, how often do you guys work the games? Uh, every, game. every game. Yeah, so basically uh, each team will supply 30 players per home game. So depending on the schedule, I mean, sometimes it can be a little bit uh, difficult if we have a, maybe we have a game the next the next night. So, I mean, but we've, uh, as organizations, we've said that 50-50 is our lifeline. So that kind of takes precedent. Uh, you know, our, our players understand that missing a 50-50 is the same as missing a game and you're going to be uh, reprimanded as part of it. So yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's scheduling is a big part of it and uh, making sure that all players understand that it's a huge part of this organization. Is there one thing you can put your finger on that this money goes to that is such an important part of you, what you do? Uh, I guess uh, the logo, uh, the fact that it still exists, uh, and I guess that that can't even be understated enough. Uh, you know, we when I first started uh, almost 20 years ago with the Wildcats, well, there was a bunch of uh, different fundraising events we do to stay alive, and uh, when we started building up the 50/50 in uh, uh, late 90s to early mid 2000s, we ended up that, that ended up being one of our biggest ones, and it allowed us again just to focus on development of players and recruiting and building our, our organization that way. And then when we went to the automated system, then now all of a sudden now we can compete. You know, obviously we were still always looking for uh, revenues and stuff, but just the recognition you get from the 50-50 and being involved with the Eskimos, it allows us to go out to community uh, groups and ask for some partnership dollars from them as well. Uh, I guess it's such a, the Eskimos deserve a shout out for the work they do. I mean, to contribute so much to amateur football at the grassroots level like this is pretty impressive. Oh, I, I think so. And I think it goes back to hopefully, uh, you know, being a community-owned team, they understand. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is um, you know, if, if either the Huskies or us went away, uh, that's 75 kids that don't have an opportunity to play past high school. And it's not even the 75 kids that make our rosters. We're both running uh, off-season workouts, and, you know, you're looking at another couple hundred kids who are getting, you know, to have that taste of post-secondary football and otherwise they wouldn't have. And, and I think that, that helps. I mean, we, you could look at both teams' rosters and look at the people in the community who have benefited from playing junior football. I think that's always going to supersede, uh, you know, what kind of what happens on the field. It is, it is a community service that the Eskimos are providing for allowing us these clubs to, to survive.